Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we're talking about Hellboy. Uh, it's 2019 remake, and Ron Perlman's not in this movie. Eric, how are you doing? Good, man. Uh, well, doing better than everyone else, I guess. Uh, Ed, how, how are you? I'm so fucking bad at that, and I was not prepared for this movie either. Ed, how are you? Um, I am, you know what? I'm going to refrain from the quip, and I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. So I like how none of you guys corrected me that we were doing Hellboy and not Shazam. I was waiting for the... Well, much like our fans, I wasn't really paying attention to you. I was just getting ready for the Wow! Show. Well, to be honest, I was actually just going to roll with it for a bit because of, of last week when we were supposed to watch it. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, let's... Well, I, what I was going to do, I was going to just talk like it was Shazam and see, like, double down on it, yeah. basically. You know? Nice. So you're talking, nice. Like, yeah, when he lost his horns, like, yeah, dude, and then he got his cape. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. That was a little, little uh, behind the scenes end joke here for us in Movie Guys podcast. But tonight we are talking about Shazam or Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Or, or I don't know. That's an interesting thing. We got to talk about it. But uh, we got yet another uh, Deadpool superhero movie. It's played out. Is it me? Is you're, it just you're, me? you're showing your cards too early here, Jordan, and I, I think Am I? it might just be, well. You know, this is where we're gonna get talking because you uh, might have an unpopular uh, opinion. This didn't do uh, bad at all. In fact, I think it won its week, didn't it? It did. So Shazam was made for a hundred million, and it has grossed two hundred sixty-three point six million, and it was released in the United States on April fifth. So just two weeks ago. Not not bad. Not bad for another DC superhero movie. It still it still shows obviously Hollywood that these movies superhero movies can compete. Is this R or is this isn't R? No, this this PG thirteen. This is a PG thirteen okay. superhero movie that won. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna say because because Logan was R, so I, I was trying to compare him. No, um, so I may be showing my hand too soon. It's not that I'm sick of a Deadpool esque comedic adult superhero movie i'm just nervous of what the future is going to bring us because we got the super realistic uh dark batman and we got a bunch of hell we're still feeling the sting of that so i'm just curious where the future of this new subgenre of adult superheroes are going to go ed do you feel at all that this is a run in its course um not yet i mean i feel like we're getting there with some of the things don't get me wrong um, I still think we've probably got another year after Avengers uh, Endgame. So maybe by next April, we're probably going to start to get tired of it uh, because huh. it's just the nature of the beast. Well, that and uh, anything after Endgame doesn't really seem that all appealing. I'm, guys, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not excited for Black Widow. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's a character thing. 
She mm-hmm. there's she, there's not a whole lot there. It's just ScarJo ass and tits. That's and I don't want that. I want a better hero. I really do, and I, I mean that from the bottom yeah. of my heart. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, mean, I, I agree with that. Storm, well, give me Storm. Give me the Storm right? movie, please. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a question about Black Widow real fast. She she doesn't have a supervillain, does she? Uh, who would be her Joker to go against? That that's just it. Ru- like, Russia. I'm not up to date with, yeah, exactly. And they could go something. I, I don't even know what direction they would go in at that point because you would. That's still Marvel, so mm-hmm. right. It's weird. So uh, this will not be Movie Guys podcast unless I leave you guys with some boring professor-like knowledge on the making of this film. So check this shit out. Mm. The movie opens up in 1974. Why? Because the Shazam TV show aired in 1974. That's why this op- yes, there was a Shazam TV show on network television, a la Hulk and and all those uh, very terrible 70s shows. Uh, this was one of them. So this movie opens up in 1974 in honor of the original TV show that did not last at all. Uh, but Shazam, this is interesting. I, I, I really got interesting to hear you guys' reactions. So Shazam has been in development since 2000. This this Shazam, this Captain Marvel this, Shazam. This movie has been in development since 2000 with New Line Cinema. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that now that that, that kind of makes sense when you when it's yeah, it's, it had to be non non Marvel at that point, right? Exactly. Who was helmed to oh, write sorry, the D- screenplay? DC. DC. I'm getting confused. Wasn't, I wasn't going to correct you. I yeah. wasn't going to correct. Well, you. Captain Marvel boys. I'm sorry. At that point, it would have been WB still if yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless they the rights were obviously still up in. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Jordan will tell us. Go ahead. Yes. WB. So in 2000, in the year 2000, comic book movies were nothing until X Men comes out. X Men comes out, blows everything out of the water. Shazam! This movie was in development. New Line Cinema actually owned the rights to Shazam. Okay. All the way until the end. Now. Ed, you know the answer, and if you don't, Eric, you can chime in. During the early 2000s, there was a big superhero movie that came out that some people would argue gave birth to the superhero genre the way we know it today. Do you have any idea what movie that was? Ugh, if you say fucking Batman, I'm going to punch you in the dick. No, the movie came out on 1998. It was Blade starring Wesley Snipes. Uh, yes. oh, all right. Now, the reason why I'm that I'm saying Blade is because David S. Goyer, who I hate, was pinned to do that. So David S. Goyer was pinned to write the screenplay for this movie. Okay. Because so at it, the time, you know, at the time, Goyer was like this guru, you know, like of comic books for some reason. But nothing happens. And then in 2006, Will the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Smith comes into play and signs on a contract to play Black Adam. That contract still is in play today, so Will Smith made money off of this movie. (laughs) No shit. Did he did he really? Good for him. Good for him, man. That that sounds like it was more of a of a lucky contract sign for him. Although, let, if we can call this back, because there's going to be a sequel to Shazam. Now they've already announced that, right? That uh, yeah. Uh, well, well, probably won't be Black Adam. It'll probably be uh, um, uh, the Caterpillar, the Mind. Uh, what's his name? 
mastermind. mastermind. Yeah. Now I got I got a few more here, but you guys will love this too. Mr. Will Smith said, uh, "Will Smith is like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm making I am legend money. I'm big. Hancock's not gonna be for year few years. My career's not gonna take a shit. I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna go away." So New Line Cinema sees this little movie in the early 2000s about a mummy, and they're like, "That's Black Adam." So The Rock made money off of this movie. <laughs> the Rock was signed on to play Black Adam. Wow, these are. Those are both okay. Is there is there a third option? No, that's it. So you had Will Smith originally, and then he dropped out, and then The Rock came in uh, before he became The Rock. He signed on around the time The Rundown and Walking Tall came out. He signed on to play Black Adam during this time. Wow. Well, he was just signing everything. That still would be cool. I, I would totally see both. Although I, neither one are villain like. Yeah. You know, like that's that's a big thing about it. Like neither one are villains. So maybe this adding this into their repertoire to their into their resume catalog might be something that we get to see. Yeah. So now here's my last piece of, uh, piece of knowledge before we talk about the movie because of my pre-production knowledge on this one. The movie was ready to film in 2008. They were getting ready to film it in 2008. They had everything casted. Only the actors that I knew was The Rock playing Black Adam. But all of us now this was going to be the movie that we got, right? Just 2008 version. It was going to be this campy, fun little superhero movie. And then all of a sudden, The Dark Knight came out and everybody said, "Hold fuck." And this movie was scrapped. Yeah. It was pushed away. And then Warner Brothers got uh, Warner Brothers bought New Line Cinema. So now Shazam is back home. And yeah, that rightfully where it should be in in new hands, by the way, too, in this new revamped uh, DCU, by the way. Yes, yeah, so this new mm -hmm. revamped DCU. I don't know how they're going to put Wonder Woman in this one, but well, the they did of, almost put Superman in it, kind of, sort of, almost. Sort of, yeah. It was sort of a, it was sort of a, of a self joke, uh, you know, a self deprecating joke at the DC universe uh, with all the drama going around there. Yeah. So I have a yeah, question for. <laughs> um, I have a question for both of you. So I like video games. Eric, Ed, you like video games? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, there's a game that I like. That's it's not awesome, but it's fun. I like to play Injustice, the first one. That's fun, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a uh, it's, a, it's a fighter game with uh, Mortal Kombat, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain uh, Shazam is called Captain Marvel in that game. So, does any of you guys know? Yes. What's the lineage of this? So, Captain Marvel was not renamed Shazam until like 2010, 2011. Um, he was he was Captain Marvel, and then when things happened like the 90s, I think. Um, 1991, uh, yeah. character rights to DC. Yeah, so they couldn't, DC wasn't allowed to use Captain Marvel because there was another character named... Uh, so they just nicknamed, they just trademarked Shazam, um, and they just they just never were referred to him as Captain Marvel, but they never changed his name. So is the Captain Marvel movie that we reviewed a few weeks ago? Is that not Shazam? No, that's no. They're two completely unrelated stories. Just just the same name originally. They're the they're the same name. For for completely different comic book characters. 
Okay. It, it's be like having two people named Jack in, in a comic. That's just because their names are Jack doesn't mean they're related. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair enough. This Captain Marvel is just, you know, diff it's just a different name than Jack. But mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's the same um, concept. Yeah. So were you guys irritated with something? Um, my Dude, wife. Two things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife uh, works the schedule with me here, a little behind the scenes of Movie Guys podcast. And uh, we do this in February, and she says, you're going to review Shazam? Tell me if you guys have had this happen to you recently or in the past. I'm like, yeah, Shazam, you know? And she goes, why are they remaking the Shaquille O'Neal movie? Yeah, that's happened a few times. Which I, apparently I somehow never happened. What? I think I remember this, but now all of a sudden it never happened? It was so annoying. Like everybody that I knew besides you two were like, you guys are like, like today at work, they're like, Hey, what's going on? Movie guys podcast. I was like, Oh, we're going to review uh, Shazam. And they're like, Shaq's movie from the, really? No. So no, no. <laughs> For, I, because I, the thing is, is that, uh, Kazam, by the way, everyone is, is the Shaq movie. Uh, mm -hmm. but wasn't there that internet, that Mandela effect that came around about Sinbad that was also in a genie movie called Shazam? Oh, that was, that was the one I was thinking of. Yes. Yes. There was no, but every, there's no genie movie with Sinbad, by the way, named Shazam. No, but everybody thought this was Shaq. So the plot of this is very simple. Let's get into the plot really, really quick here. I don't have it all written out for everybody like I did before. This is more of a traditional Jordan plot here for Movie Guys podcast. All right. But the movie starts out in 1974. We get to this little boy named Thad and his dad and his brother. All of a sudden, he gets whisked away into a magical world in a cave where there is a musician there, Merlin, if you will. And he says, you have it's to. Shazam. It's Shazam. Well, yeah. I, yeah, fine. Sure. Shazam. But to give. <sighs> Anywho. So he has to. He has to. Uh, pretty much ignore we'll get into it the seven deadly sins to be pure of heart so he can get the power passed on to him fast forward to modern day and thad is now a grown adult scientist twirling his mustache not literally and i thought the bazooka and kick-ass killed him but i guess it didn't so he finally gets the power of the seven deadly sins to become a supervillain, and all of a sudden this little kid with a heart of gold G. Willikers, this foster kid who was fostered by a character from The Walking Dead, gets the power of Shazam. And at the end of the movie, not only is he Shazam, but the whole foster family becomes Shazam. Well, shit, wait, you know, wait, wait to do that in 30 seconds, Jordan. Hey, I wanted yeah, to make it nice for you. Why do you want to make it? So. Which, by the way, in doing research, uh, both for this movie and, uh, and for, for the show, I forgot to introduced this when you had said what was the lineage um shazam the name shazam is an acronym for the uh the six immortal elders who grant captain marvel his superpowers by the way uh solomon hercules atlas zeus achilles and mercury s-h-a-z-a-m shazam ah clever because i see mm -hmm. that in the movie Yep, and he's the ancient, and obviously the ancient wizard that we talked about is named Shazam, and Billy gets the power by speaking his name and holding the, the thing, and, and uh, so that is an homage to the original comic. Gotcha. So okay. in this, though, if or as far as character development, though, because this is your basic and simple origin movie, right? We just have introduction of characters, troubled backgrounds, uh, um, you know, uh, setup of, of who they are conflict 
uh, and then just set up an environment of people around them too. Um, and then conflict, conflict, and then big resolution. That, that's basically the origin story, but this movie was all about the filler in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you have um, a lot of fill in here because you, you have yet another superhero to introduce to people. And how are you going to do that in a way... Uh, so that's why I think they picked Shazam. Uh, not only because they could play with this a bit more, uh, have a different angle on that, he's a more unique hero, but also because um, he's actually so powerful and, and is able to contribute well to the universe as well. Yeah, he's, he's Superman, right? I, that's what it is. Yes. Well, he's uh, he's kind, of, kind of mixed with, with Superman, right? Yeah, with a, with a, with a 12-year-old mind. Hey, that's fine. I mean, I'm a 32-year-old with a 12-year-old mind. Um, true. This opening is actually... Just throwing out there, Jordan. Thank you. This opening is actually very frightening to me. So let's go right into the opening real quick where we get into just a Thad in 1974 with his dick of a dad and brother. Like, could they be even more stereotypical? Hey, you're going to be a supervillain one day, son. Like, these yeah. guys are just fucking straight up, you know, douches. And what did Thad do... When he gets whisked away into the cave to meet Shazam, what did he do that was wrong? He went to get the Tesseract, and that was wrong? Yeah, yeah. he had to prove his purity. He had to prove that he was pure of heart and pure of spirit. And by being brought to that one little bit of power, the thing that held all the seven deadly sins from, from taking over the world, um, he proved that he wasn't the one. But... So you're telling me that if Shazam whisked me away into his cave, he's like, hey, you got to be pure. So I just go, okay, what's that orb there? Oh, it's a Tesseract. Don't worry about it. Okay. I mean, is, is that it? Do I just ignore this thing? That doesn't make sense. I mean, like, yeah, you guys see what I'm trying to say here? I, I see exactly what, what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And, and um, there were a few parts in this movie where they were just like, oh, okay, let's just let's move it along. And then Right. So again, this two two hour twelve minute movie. So you gotta have I just don't to, under- to fit in there. So I I just don't understand, and I don't want to harp the whole review on the beginning. But I think that it's a major problem of this movie is the beginning in 1974 because it sets up everything that's going to happen in the film, guys. And my problem it, it does because my problem is Shazam, old man. Okay, let's call him old man Shazam for the sake of the review. Old man Shazam. Wait. Old man Shazam because we got the younger Shazam. You see what I'm saying? Old wizard Shazam, right? Are you talking about the the Dr. Uh, Savannah? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Digimon. You're talking about Digimon. Wizard. Wizard. Yeah, yeah. Wizard wizard, uh, Shazam. Wizard Shazam, right? Old man Shazam. I like that too. Old man Shazam. His logic doesn't make sense. And that's why I wanted to have this discussion with you boys on this. So. He's dying. The seven, the seven deadly sins are getting powerful. This is in the first five minutes of the film. So he has to find a pure of heart. If he has the power to just pick up somebody UFO style, essentially, and put them in another world or another dimension, wouldn't he already have the power to know if they were pure of heart? No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. Much well, like me, much, in comics, much like the Force, much like... In real life, just because you can, you have to be able to bring yourself to be the good guy. Okay, you you might be able to be. You're pure of heart until you are tempted. 
And then once you're tempted, then your true self comes out. That's what happened throughout the 30 some years between the beginning of the movie and when we find our hero is he brings all these people and they seem pure of heart. And then he tempts them much like God did to the, you know, with Adam and Eve, just saying, you know, and then all of a sudden, nope, you're not as pure as I thought you were. Wash my hands of it. Sorry. Next on to the next one. Yeah. Okay. So don't mean to harp on this. So after this, I'll move on. I don't mean to harp. So I'll move on after this. Okay. But what was the fucking trial? Hey, there's the Tesseract. Don't look at it. He didn't don't, tell. Don't any. think too much uh, about it. Again, his origin story. Yeah. Just, just know that it's just one to move on to the next one. You don't. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're looking that's for, frustrating, for much though. more into this, you know what? Like anything else, though, if you're looking for more, then how about you go read into it? Uh, I, but this is a movie that they just needed to, uh, you know, an attention span of of minutes here, seconds, mm -hmm. and they're trying to just be like, there it is, move it on. Okay, yeah, here's Shazam. Yeah. Here's the wizard. Uh, this one failed. This one failed. This one failed. This one. This one didn't. And then they move on. Now we got a Shazam, mm -hmm. and that's just what it. So except they're just trying to get to the superheroes so we can get to the antics. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You know what? I promise you guys I'm gonna move on, and I am keeping my promise. You're but I'm gonna move it. on. You are over. I'm gonna really are. I'm gonna fucking move on though with another point. Okay. So I'll get to that point in a second. Going on to what we just discussed. Yep. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. So. Uh, we jump forward 30 some years and we meet young Billy who was who's been traveling the United States. I looked this up. He originally okay, so Billy and his mom, a young mom, I think of 17, right? They said 17, 18. Something like that. We're in a carnival. She throws a dart a balloon. She looks like she's just a struggling mom. She wins a compass and says, You'll always find your way home. She loses him in a crowd yep. and he's been traveling trying to find her he finally you know he finally gets into philadelphia and we get deduced to billy by steal uh by phoning in a phony police report locking them in stealing their philly cheesesteaks which if you've ever been to philly you steal a fucking cop's cheesesteak because that's amazing that cheesesteak is great and then he goes into the computer to find his mom. Turned out to be his mom's from a different race. Boom. He's now in a new foster home headed by one of the characters from The Walking Dead. What do we feel about this foster home, guys? Eric, I'm going to ask you first. What do you feel about these characters of the foster home? This is something new. So you have an outsider uh, like Billy who you could tell is just loner. He uh, feels abandoned and he's sense been trying to locate his mom and uh, you can tell that he's a smart crafty guy street smart raised in the streets you can tell you how he outsmarted those cops so those are your character points when you introduce uh billy to the audience there too the other thing that you get is that when he's introduced to these new foster parents is that this is something different this is a new style of foster you have two ex foster kids themselves who seem mm -hmm. to be very like committed to, to trying and helping out they have a nice house they have other foster kids there and uh, so there is kind of a sense of of individual belonging in this house you know like something where all the other outcasts can can get together i think billy sees that and he sees that there might be something there too you get to introduce all the air the character it seems very loving like this is maybe a place that is very inviting and it's hard to maybe but billy has questions and he's all this happens kind of around this at at the same time that he's getting these uh, superhero powers of Shazam. Uh, the one thing that I had a problem with, though, is, uh, again, he, over the course of him moving into this foster family, this foster house, 
and then between getting his powers, he seems to have uh, uh, kind of adjusted. I mean, there was some turbulence there, but he seems to kind of adjust quickly to the support of, of, of the house. I get, again, mentioning before, just you were saying uh, the, uh, about uh, in the beginning, Jordan, I'll go with they're just trying to move it along. The plot points aren't really necessary here. It's just all about uh, uh, the, the fun of it, having a character, having, having a gaff, a good time. So, I, and I would then think that also that he just got turned into a superhero. So he's probably going through some shit and needs to talk to some people too. But that was a problem that I had too. Also, I um, I would have a problem with some of the people in that house too uh, in later character development. That's another thing we'll, we'll get to like later on uh, as far as yeah. the, story, the story goes. But like it's overall a good introduction. It's kind of like moving into Professor X's School for Gifted. There you go. I was thinking of that. Ed, so just fuck the ending real quick. Okay. Let's just, just for the sake of this argument. Okay, buddy. We get introduced to one of the kids that was in the, uh, it film, right. Who has a disease or disorder. He has a crush Freddy. to kind of walk Freddie. Ed, he shows Billy a bullet that allegedly hit Superman and also a replica batarang. Is that saying at this moment in time that this movie is in the Justice League DCU universe. Is that what it's saying? Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, we've been saying since the beginning of them doing the DC slash Justice League universe that they're trying to tie them in together, and they're doing so quickly. This is the first one that did what Marvel did eight, seven, eight years later after Avengers when they showed that the world was together. It's just doing it four movies in. Showing that these everything that we're there about to tell you is tied in. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's and we see later that with the somewhat ish cameo of Superman, that they're in the world together. They're all in the world. Okay. All right, fair enough. Because we know what happened at the end, because we said it earlier with Superman. I just didn't know what you thought at this point in time. Um I don't like all the foster kids. Um, I think that they needed to get rid of two. And the two weak ones. And my opinion, the weak ones were the kid who always played video games and the hugger girl. They just needed to get rid of them. Oh, boo, dude. Why would you say that? So wrong. I'm sorry. That's who I, I – they needed to get rid of them. No, they no, were, no. They were catalysts for the end of the movie. I, I get that. You can always rewrite it. But I just oh, – yeah, He's going to randomly bring in two random new superheroes? Yeah. They didn't just you're, write you're, them you're, off. You're going to bring in Superman and Wonder Woman to help fight them? I mean, what, 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 what is this? What is this? Spider-Man? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Just write him up. So now we get introduced to Thad, who we talked about at the beginning of the movie, who is now a supervillain. Uh, I hope you guys like my kick-ass reference to that. Uh, but he owns... Eric, what does he own? He owns a laboratory? Yeah, a company? Sure. He, well, it's it's one of those where you're assuming that whatever money he came in, maybe because his father... And his brother, obviously, are, are the head of their own corporations as well. And so he himself, Dr. Uh, Savannah, has to either be some sort of, I don't know, branch off of that somewhere. But you could tell that they're, uh, that money, that's what they're alluding to, is that money is, is not even a thing. Okay. And for the past 30-some years, he has been trying to figure out how to get back to old man Shazam. And he has all these people that he has filmed telling the story about how they got abducted by old man Shazam. And then the female doctor who was against him gets disintegrated by 
helping him figure out the algorithm of the door. And he finally goes to old man Shazam and steals the Tesseract from the seven deadly sins. It becomes this super fucking villain. That's what's going on right now. Go ahead, please. No, no, Stop, that's, no? That's, okay. that's basically that's basically yeah. you have introduction to the to the supervillain. Got his power. He's pissed off at the world because he was never good enough, or he just you know didn't get enough hugs as a kid. That's basically what happened there, and yeah. uh, and that's what happens. So All right. okay, introduction to the supervillain, and his only goal is to get Shazam because he is told that that's the that's the only threat. That that's the only reason why he's you know you can go steal that. Before he matures his powers, and mm-hmm. you'll become even more. Yes. So, <clears throat> here I go. Typical Jordan, here I go. Bringing up my point that I had to begin in the film. All hell breaks loose for old man Shazam. Billy's at high school, or a school with all the kids K-12. through uh, His foster brother gets beat up. He retaliates. Old man Shazam says... Hey, guess what? I don't have enough time, so I'm just going to pick fucking you. Yeah, basically. This kid, this kid, see, that's my problem with this fucking movie. The story doesn't make any goddamn fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, I it don't doesn't make, make sense, guys. Book, it's a comic book story. <laughs> it literally could, is just a comic book story. Like this is if you've if you've ever read a comic book in your life, like an old-fashioned one. I'm not talking that the darker ones that like engage the thought process of, of 13 year old boys and how to become superheroes. I'm talking an old school. Here's a villain. Here's a good guy. Oh wait. Now we need to create a reason why the good guy is the superhero. And then here's our supervillain again. Like that's, that's exactly what every comic book was from 19, whatever the fuck to present day. And before they started filming the Avengers. Okay, you know what? I'm going to end my complaints so I don't have to keep on repeating myself. Ed, I'm going to give you this analogy, and this is how I see the film. Ed, you really want a German Shepherd. That's that's the dog that you want. You want a German Shepherd more than anything. Nothing will stop you to get a German Shepherd. You get a bunch of dogs that are quite almost a German Shepherd, but not quite a German Shepherd enough, and then eventually you wake up one day, they go, I'm fucking sick of it. I'm gonna pick a poodle. That's what this that's what happens. That bro, you're you're trying to you're trying to turn a comic book story, which are generic in nature. You're trying uh, here's your analogy. You're trying to turn Velveeta into aged artisan cheddar. That's I don't understand that. I, I, I think I, you guys are derailing uh, both pretty pretty hardcore. <laughs> I said uh Jordan, I, I get, I, I really do get what you mean, and there's a few other parts too in this movie that 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 had bothered me too. But again, just take this for what it was at face value: introduction of a new character. Some let's just have like that's they they didn't put the serious face on, you know? They they there's no more Schneider. There's, there's no more Schneiderverse here, so right. they're able to take off this this uh, uh, Nolan wannabe esque type of fucking thing here. And not make it so. I, I would love DC to be all to be dark and grimy, like you like how I want it to be, you know. Mm-hmm. But in latter years, through the through the animated movies, they've been doing a great job of of kind of having this little bit of both. You know, they can go a little bit lighthearted, but that lighthearted only is there to offset the really dark parts. And I think that's that's really what they're going to do well. 
they did it well with the Killing Joke. They did it well with uh, a few other animated movies too, the Justice League movies, uh, the animated ones. They they you know they they found a beat and they can do it. And I think they're still trying to find it, and this is where they're trying to do this recovery after the whole Schneiderverse, this whole retcon thing with uh, uh, Suicide Squad and with Justice League and with all these other things. They're they're trying to to think, okay, well you know steer the boat back into place. There are the, mm-hmm. the you know balance the plane or you know they're trying to get back on on track. This um, was just that. Just like, don't ignore that. The okay. one thing, again, that bothered me was Freddy uh, is, a, is a shit character. Uh, and not in, in, like, him himself, but, like, as a human, he's a fucking shit character. He's a person who I understand he's been – hasn't had much his entire life. And so he's now his new friend or what he made his new best friend is now the superhero and is going to use it to, to up his, his fucking cred. And that's what mm-hmm. bothers me is that this kid who knows a thing or two, you know, about other shit puts his friend in a situation to be like, Oh yeah, he'll come in and he'll fucking show you all up. And then gets pissed when his friend doesn't show up. That's a shit move, dude. And you're a shit person for getting angry at that. And all right. that's what bothered me. And no, yeah, good for but, you. I like, I like that. But again, but again, there were certain parts that were necessary for that because it showed their fighting, and that scene of them fighting was on camera, and then that's when Dr. Savannah, uh, Savannah saw them on camera that they knew each other. So that's a lot of links in that chain, and I think that they were just trying to steer it into the, like a, you know, a hostage situation type of thing. That's how they got it. But either way, like uh, uh, as far as character goes, eh, whatever. Because also in that part, you're saying, uh, uh, Jordan, just as easy as it was for Shazam to give Billy his powers. And how it was just like, oh, yeah, you fucking just did it all willy-nilly. After you one up, then the worthy one, the chosen one, that was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just give it to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's fucked up beyond belief. And we get uh, – another thing that's fucked up beyond belief is we get into Billy's now Shazam, and they have a bunch of shenanigans. Ha, 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 ha. But – Give it some credit. I knew. Some of it was cute. It was fun. I, that's it what was I enjoyed. Cute. That's what was enjoyable with the movie. There was this. There was this playfulness for me. That's why I enjoyed this yeah. movie. Is that it? It reminded me kind of like playing superhero in the backyard, man. Right, going by beer. I mean, like it's 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 fun, stupid shit, and and that is good. That is the fun part of the movie. What is another bad part of this movie, though, is as adults watching this film. We knew that young Billy was abandoned. There is no fucking way that he found the cops and his mom was like, oh, my God, my son. Like, there's no way that he was not abandoned. He does not believe he wasn't abandoned. But big twist is that uh, when his secret identity is, is, is actually revealed, the foster family knows where his mother is and she lives nearby. And he finds out that she was a, that she a full out abandoned him. And she found him with the cops and was like, you know what? They got him. They got him. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was what? the shittiest part of this whole movie. No, not shitty because of the bad mom thing. Shitty because of that. Shitty because it was a bad fucking choice to do that in this movie. It, again, <laughs> it's it's just shown throughout this, this entire movie that they just, it's like a rock skipping on, on the water. It's just, just real quick. Just touch here. This is what happened, and then move on, move on, move on, move on. They're they're not trying to to make this into anything more than it isn't. 
This is just straight up superhero. This played just like a, a show or comic, and it and it did just that. So, so what? I understand the gripes Mike, because of okay. that. No, no, go ahead. No, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, why do I keep on griping? I apologize. You're right. Um, let's get it towards the end of the film here where we have our big showdown where Dr. Doom here decides to kidnap the family. And uh, he Shazam says, hey, you can have my powers, blah, 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 blah. We get our big battle. Envy finally gets a chance to... Um, well, he actually baits Envy out of, out of, out of Dr. Doom's body here, leaving, leaving him powerless, right? And this is a chance for him to, to strike. What do we feel about this ending battle between, uh, I'm just going to, Dr. Doom is just funny to me, between Dr. Doom and Shazam. What do you guys feel about this ending battle? Was it well, worth it? The CG I mean, I mean, good? I mean, yeah. I mean, the CG was good. It just, it, it, Finish the story they were telling. I mean, is it the greatest ending in the world? No, but it made perfect sense, 100%, for what the movie was. So I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad. And I thoroughly enjoyed almost everything about this movie. And we'll get into the other things in it, like some of my popcorn rating. But, um, I mean, yeah, I had no problems with it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Megan okay, Good no problem. Megan Good got a lot of camera time towards the end. For there being, like, what, five or six uh, uh, new characters that they kind of uh, – obtain the powers i for some reason i was just like why I, why is she getting like hammer time but then she's probably because she's the bigger name out of out of all the people there besides mm -hmm. the, the surprise cameo by adrian brody mm -hmm. yeah. yeah 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 god his career took a shit after the predator right no predators all right he oof. the oc yeah god damn yeah, yeah. so all is right in the world after the ending battle and uh of course Billy arrives back to school and as Shazam, he has lunch with this whole foster people, revealing that he has invited Superman. And like Freddy's like so excited. And then we got two post-credit scenes. In a mid-credit scene, the imprisoned Doctor Doom is approached by Mr. Mine, which which he proposes him claim that he can give him his powers back. Okay. 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 So Okay, <laughs> I I scoured the internet for uh, for this for this comic book character, Mister Mind. I was like, is this really a, a fucking caterpillar? And I was watching the fanboys' reaction to the introduction of Mister Mind, and it's like the reveal of Joker at the end of Batman Begins. Like people are going nuts. Is Mister Mind like great or something yeah i don't I, what's 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 going on mr mind who is mr mind why should we care the genius mm -hmm. it's it's a genius caterpillar yeah that's it like so, technically, technically it's not the caterpillar but it's neither here nor there i'm not a dc guy so i can't speak to the 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 listen what, what, when whenever when when i'm saying genius okay i'm not talking about like going on jeopardy and killing it genius okay i'm talking about a a universal genius i'm talking about a, a mind of of the cosmos genius okay mm -hmm. so you know this is he can do it guys don't just you underestimate him, and that's perfect. It's exactly what he wants. So you probably already lost. Actually, there you go. There we, there we go. So Eric's a Mister Mind fan, and then the post-credit scene, uh, we got something that was very stupid, where Freddy tests uh, Shazam 
as champion, and uh, they like to, you know, Billy dismisses that Aquaman is stupid. I, I mean, that's that's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's, why it's, would you? It's DC that? fun, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. That, that's basically what it was, and it poked fun, and that's that's part of the charm of the movie. Yeah, it poked, man. It did. All right, Ed, let's get into our popcorn rating here for Shazam. So, Ed, what would be your popcorn rating for Shazam? So as much as Eric has said about the pacing of the movie, like moving from point A to point B to point C to point B, I have a big problem with the pacing of the movie, quite frankly. Uh, we get to the we get the introduction, and boom, there it is. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. And then here's Shazam. And then the end, like here's the here's the bad here's here's how we're getting to the bad, the big battle at the end, and here's the end of the movie. But in between was literally an hour and a half of antics, which I don't dislike, but they didn't need to be an hour and a half of him buying beer and learning his powers and doing this and doing that. It's not the beginning, it's not the end, it's everything in between. That as much as I love the antics and love that sort of part in the character. There's no reason to have spread it out that much. This movie was two, what, two, two and a quarter? Two, two twelve. It two twelve. It, we, they could have taken half an hour out of it. And, yeah. You know, and it, and it would, I think it would have been a lot better. Um, that being said, I still thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I think that I had a lot of fun watching it. It was the perfect origin, origin story. And it literally was, felt like it came off the comic page right under the screen. And and which I always give a huge bump to uh, to movies for doing that. So uh, because of that, I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a medium bag with uh, with a little bit of extra butter there. All right, Eric, what will be your review of Shazam? Uh, boys, I'm going to go all in. I, this was a large bag for me. I my wow. expectations were low, knowing that this was a DC movie, and this is a great part of it. DC, you're repairing your shit, and because of it, I, I was. Pleasantly surprised by all this. Big ups to uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah, who played Shazam, yeah. Did a fantastic job. Charming as fuck. Really, like, I, I, it's tough to hate on the guy. It, it really is. Um, he's, you know, whatever you want to call him, he seems like a typical Chad type of dude. He's awesome. He was, a, he was a born to play this character. You could tell that, like, a, a lot of... A lot of his passion went into this. You could tell that he really had fun and, and wanted to do this. I could tell from that, and I, and I enjoyed it. I really did because of that. He was very charismatic, and I, that's really what I liked. The, uh, the kid who played Billy was really good, too. So I, I enjoyed all the casting in this. They did a good job with this. Um, I, that's just basically – I agree, actually, the way that you said that. And I, I don't think that they probably needed that, the whole YouTube thing uh, in there about getting famous and shit like that. But – I, I enjoyed this movie. It was, it was it was a large bag. The playfulness was great. That at the end, remember uh, my one of my favorite parts was uh, Shazam. He was giving the power to the the, the foster kids, and he puts the stick down. Right, everyone, out, say my name, and they all go Billy. <laughs> no, my other no, name. No, no, my other name. Yeah, <laughs> Shazam. That's not. So it was a cute all right, movie. All right. Large large bag. I'd watch it again. Um um, this is a media bag for me because of the gripes I said throughout my whole review. Uh, Ed, I totally get your point about how you, you know, that comes off the page and all that stuff. The difference between me and you when it comes to that, buddy, is I'm just judging this not from the source material because I don't know the source material. I'm just watching this as a fucking movie with the movie guy's podcast goggles on. And it does not hit right as a movie. It sets up stuff and it doesn't pay off at all at the end. It does not 
tell a good cohesive story it's jumbled it's all over the fucking place it doesn't make sense the motivations don't make sense the acting was great i actually thoroughly enjoyed the acting eric you're right billy did a really really great job the actor who played billy and the guy who played shazam zachary levy uh did fun i could tell he had a great time especially with that halloween batman chest plate suit that he had going on there you know what i mean like with every kid with their pecs but no it's just it wasn't a good beginning, middle, and end movie. I was not intrigued. I found myself in the first hour of this film looking at my phone, then watching all the way through. Damn, all right. It, just, it, it, it definitely dragged for me. So, But we hope that Movie Guys Podcast doesn't drag for you guys because next week we are coming back at you with a double feature review. We are reviewing Mortal Kombat. In Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh, I'm excited because I'm a Mortal Kombat nut. I'm a Mortal Kombat fan. So we're going to sit here and review of the games, not of the movies. Movies are totally different. We're gonna be, so we're going to be talking about the Mortal Kombat movies next week. All leading up to our two weeks from now, the Endgame, Avengers Endgame. We are excited to bring you guys that. I know I'm, I'm geeked. I know you guys are geeked. Absolutely. And be prepared to have the longest Movie Guys podcast episode ever for that one, fans. That's going to be a big discussion. So, um, real quick here, since we're talking about superhero movies, I'm doing this on the spot before we close out the show. But, Ed, since you and I are, are good buddies and Eric and I are good buddies, Ed, I want to do something for you and somebody else real quick. Uh oh I saw on Instagram that you posted something about an action figure. Can oh my goodness. Yeah. I would love to, I'd love to talk about this. So can you please give a 30 second plug about what did you post about this action figure on Instagram by movie guys podcast? Yeah. So, uh, on our movie, uh, movie guys pod on Instagram, a uh, very close friend of mine that I have other ties with outside of the movie world, uh, created a comic book, uh, called rate the Wraith, the dread Avenger of the underworld. And him and I have, gone back and forth and stuff he's got he's got his comics there he's got novels he's got shit all over the place and you know and then he he people loved his stuff so much that you got canadian comic books they basically created an avengers of independent comic books in the world um so definitely go to go to trinitycomics.com check out the wraith dread avenger of the underworld what the picture is is it's a it's it's a uh, maquette uh, it's a limited edition. Obviously, I got number I got uh, number four of ten, um, and I have a signed uh, thing for, from him. He's a very good friend of mine. Um, but listen, if you guys really, if you love comics the way we love comics, and you like listen reading books and stories about comic book heroes, check out TrinityComics.com. Check out the Wraith Dread Avenger of the Underworld uh, and everything that they have together uh, with, with all the other uh, independent comics throughout the world. It's awesome. They actually have a Civil War-like comic book that is actually, in my opinion, better, more well thought out than the actual Civil War comic uh, or graphic novel. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.com. Also on movieguyspodcast.podbeat.com. If you want to watch our episodes, check us out on youtube.com forward slash movieguyspodcast. And on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, movieguyspodcast. On iTunes, on Spotify, and on iHeartRadio, just search for, just search for Movie Guys Podcast. We are the logo 
with the popcorn with the headphones on it. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And we'll be back next week for Mortal Kombat. Have a good night.